0: how's it going everybody welcome to the dead jester productions podcast episode 142 i'm your host josh for Oscars welcome back as well klaus thank you for being here
1: always dude for the 12th time <sighs> oh, who was he who knows
2: who
0: knows and uh special guest this week the man they call sleazy mike nowak thank you for being here
2: well thank you for having me on appreciate you stopping
0: by i i sent you a message on reddit earlier and i my notifications have been all screwed up, so I don't know if you messaged me back right away or not. But uh, I, I got concerned because last week Klaus showed up because the uh, the guest didn't respond at any point.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. So yeah. it's
0: nice having, having people uh, on time. I appreciate you emailing me back. Got it all set up. Happy to have you here. Why don't you tell people a little bit about what you have going on over at the wrestling show?
2: Okay, so once again, my name is Mike Nowak. Um I am a... Professional wrestler by trade. I also do a podcast called The Wrestling Show with Sleazy and the Fat Man with myself and my best friend, uh, Matt the Fat Man Gardner. Um, Is he really
0: thin? Is it an ironic name?
2: It's very ironic, actually. Nice. (laughs) Um, Because I'm, of the two of us, I'm the (laughs) heavy (laughs) set one. But yeah, we talk about uh, professional wrestling like every other person in the world, it seems. Um, (laughs) But we have, uh, we're an R rated podcast. We, don't pull any punches. We do what we want, when we want, where we want, and basically enjoy life. Nice.
0: I used to I used to work with a guy that did wrestling. Actually, I wonder if I can find that. Whatever his uh, his thing was, yep. he did a uh, like local like wrestling. They I I remember he showed me a video once where they oh, I forget what is like a. Musical chairs or something in the ring. I was like, what is this? This is not what I had in mind.
2: Yeah. Professional wrestling.
1: Yeah. Wrestling is so lit, dude. Just it's like a train wreck of two humans just smashing into each other. What is your I couldn't find your Mike. I couldn't find your your wrestling stuff online. If you want to put a link in there, I want to see what you like Um, your Your character. A little bit. Let me see if
2: I can find something recent. Um, the, a lot of the things that I've done um, more recently has be, been a manager in professional wrestling. Um, but there's going to be uh, like, for instance, last time I really worked with anybody was uh, unfortunately uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Joey Ryan, um, which kind of didn't end well for him. Uh, he He's been kind of, let's just say not a very good person as well as not a very good character these days, but I will get you a couple of links for you.
0: So what got you into wrestling? I'm curious.
2: Uh, lifelong fan basically. Um, I, I'm my very first pay-per-view watch was in 1992, the 92 Royal Rumble that I got when I was seven years old and I've been a fan ever since. Um, getting into professional wrestling from the other side, uh, was quite a different journey. Um, I was going to a few indie shows here and there and a local wrestler had suggested, uh, a local training school in Rochester. I, I, at the time I was living in Rochester, New York. Mm. And, uh, from there I, I started training with a gentleman named Mark house and, Uh, the other trainer was, uh, Colin Delaney, um, from ECW when you call ECW, uh, in the WWE era, that Hmm. 2005, 2006 era, um, so I was trained then. Um, I worked for a company called excite wrestling, which are still, which is still putting on shows. In fact, they have a show coming up, uh, a couple weeks from now in Johnson city slash Binghamton, New York. Uh, if you can check that out, it's X C I T E wrestling.com. If you'd like to get tickets, go for it. They've got a bunch of cool dudes down there and they're still running to this day. But, uh, Yeah, I've been bouncing around all over the place uh, with professional wrestling, doing all sorts of different things from backstage stuff, production stuff to, once again, front of house character work. Um, I've taken a bunch of bumps and stuff like that. So, yeah.
1: Taking a bunch of bumps, what's that mean?
2: So when you um, take a fall in the ring or take fall outside, uh, it's what's called uh, a bump, where you're trying to protect yourself uh, as much as possible while you're taking a fall. It still hurts, but you're
1: not being injured. It's like a stunt man type thing.
2: It's exactly like
1: a stunt man. Oh, In fact, okay.
2: a stuntman would also call them bumps as well. Oh,
1: look at that. You ever got whaled with a chair? Yes. Oh, exactly. dude, tell me about that.
2: Uh, so actually there, I've been hit with a chair multiple times. Uh, the shit. worst, Was I was in a match. I was, I was, was I? No, I was actually part of the outside of the ring. I was managing a guy and I got into the ring and the guy hit me in the stomach and then swung the chair on my back. Well, the problem is that I, misjudged it or something of that nature. (laughs) And he hit the tip of the chair, the very tip rim of the chair Mm -hmm. on the middle of my back.
1: Holy fuck.
2: And it it killed.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Um, Did I give you any problems? What's that? Did you get any problems from that rupture or anything?
2: I've had, had issues ever since. Yeah. Well,
1: damn dude. Quick way to get a medical card, I guess, but yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I definitely went on <laughs> get socked with a damn chair. Yep. Oh, my you know God. Who
0: takes the next up? He's a superhuman.
2: <laughs> is that guess, the worst thing?
1: YouTube. Oh, sorry, Josh. I can barely hear you. Well, is that the worst thing you ever got hit with? Or did you ever get hit with one of those baseball bats covered in barbed wire?
2: Um, I've never done any of those. I know a bunch of friends that have done. They're called like death match matches where they go through barbed wire bats uh, light tubes um they do like the weed eaters pizza cutters uh what is it box graders, stuff like that holy use, shit yeah there there's some pretty insane stuff that happens here people are really area. into
1: like so there is there like two different crowds to it like the people that want to see some blood like just bleed and then people that like the theatrical stuff more or is it more in the they try to hit a middle point
2: Um, one of, um, my friends is a a very well-known promoter and he always likened it to a three ring circus. You got a little bit for everybody. You, maybe you'll have a, a a death match on there. Maybe you'll have a comedy match on there. Maybe you'll have some strong style, you know, we're going to big meaty men slapping meat type of match. (laughs) And then you have like the acrobatic flying Lucha style and, and having this like, Card of different types of matches usually ends up being the the best way of producing a, a profession a professional wrestling card or a professional wrestling show. Yeah,
1: that's true. Dude. Oh man, the luchadors. The, is there like who's a big luchador of these days? Because I know Ray Mysterio, but he's probably old at this point.
2: He's he's getting up there in age. He, him and his kid are currently working in WWE right now. Um, there's not too many of them currently out there like there's uh kalisto um the lucha brothers which is uh penta uh, pentagon jr and ray phoenix who are brothers there's uh a few others out there that are kind of like in a bandito um that are kind of out there but there's there's still not a huge market josh this is our opening
1: (laughs) This is our opening, dude. Yeah. This is where we slide yeah. into becoming pro wrestlers. You and I, we get a couple of masks. Prote- it's no habla ingles. And we'll get in there, dude. And we'll start <laughs> flinging our lanky bodies around and be the new. I, it seems I like an opening. Dude, up, we're going to be luchadors.
0: I just looked up the current WWE roster. I didn't realize they have 234 people working for them.
2: Yes. It's,
0: I I thought it was like 30.
2: <laughs> oh, no. It's it's a Billion dollar industry now for WWE.
1: I had no idea it was this many people. Yeah, they got yeah. Jake Paul or Logan Paul, one of them over there.
2: Yeah, Logan Paul's uh, working a main event match in Saudi Arabia against the current WWE champion.
1: Oh, shit, dude. See, look at that, dude. The YouTubers, they, they can't, nobody can defeat him. He's going to be a wrestling champ, boxing champ. They can't. They're unbeatable <laughs> in their trade.
2: And I will say this. I, I'm not a huge fan of Logan Paul. I'm a I'm still upset with what he did in the Suicide Forest, but the man puts the work in.
1: Yeah, dude. That guy um, puts the work in, that's for sure. So. He's pretty alright. Yeah, no, I'm just scrolling through his list. I'm like,
0: I I don't know, it blows my mind. There's so many people.
1: They've got some crazy dude. Like, I don't know any too many of the new ones, but they used to have like all these great themed ones. There was a dude with a fucking banjo. He would just whack you with the banjo. They had, they had a guy who was just painted gold. Like at one point, you know, they had luchadors. They had this guy. I think his name was like the Fly or something. He was always, always jumping off the top ropes. They had, they had a dude who he would like grab the ropes and pretend he was getting electrocuted. They, you know, they had all types of bizarre stuff. I don't know if it's still kind of like that, but I haven't watched it in forever since I was a kid.
2: Um, it depends on what show you go to, but you could get pretty much anything you want. If you want something that blurs the lines of reality, there's there's certain things in WWE and uh, the, the main competitor, AEW, that's out there. Then you have places like, uh, well, not anymore, but it used to be like Chikara, where it was absolutely comic book-based almost in how their presentation was. And even now in Japan... There's a bunch of different promotions out there that will be just solely comedy based or sole um, like um, Japanese Joshi wrestling, which is, you know, uh, female uh, um, wrestlers working each other in Japan. It's super strong style and is it's just amazing what different types of professional wrestling that's out there.
1: You know, we just had a famous Japanese wrestler. He just died recently, I believe. Right.
3: Antonio yes Antonio Inoki.
2: Inoki. um so and uh, i don't know when this is coming out so forgive me um but this was this would have been yesterday for me on october 1st um he he died at 79 um but he he was considered probably the most the most direct relation would probably be he would be the hulk hogan of japan um okay. he was the man that you know started New Japan Pro Wrestling that's still going on to this day. A lot of the the professional uh, wrestling titles in Japan are named after him and his former promotions. Um, He was very, very, very well known even around the world. Um, He did all sorts of different things including um, mixed martial arts. He was a legit tough man as well.
1: Arguably beat Muhammad Ali if you go watch the fight because they don't count the leg kicks I guess for some reason but that's like the only strikes that were landing the entire fight and he hit him like 140 something times in the legs and they had a very weird rule set for that fight too like you couldn't, he couldn't go for takedowns he could only like try to pull guard so he just tried to pull guard for like I don't know an hour it seemed like however long that fight was but he, I mean I thought he won they called it a draw yeah
2: it was kind it was, of a weird match, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. But, you know, he did all the damage. Ali we hit him like four times. The whole fight. Yep. So, I don't know. Kind of bizarre. debate. Yeah, a fight America, a, from the fucking 60s. But... It was uh, June 26,
2: 1976. 76. Jeez. Mm-hmm. What was that? It was the same year that uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling started.
1: Yeah, that's almost 50 years ago, New Mm -hmm. Japan Pro Wrestling. Do you like any other type of Japanese martial arts, like Pride? Did you ever watch Pride back in the day?
2: Um, I watched a little bit of stuff, Um, not all that much, mainly because if I was going to watch it, it was probably because there was a crossover appeal of some sort, You know, a guy that I would know that in professional wrestling that worked his way into uh, Bellator or something of that nature, Pride um guys like ken shamrock or cm punk um, or some, some of the gracies
1: hmm. did you watch cm punk fight
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah those were <laughs> rough dude he was horrible he was terrible he like yeah. galloped across the octagon oh my god dude it, there's a pretty funny gif of it for anybody who wants to look it up of but then in his next fight, he, they put him up against a guy who was like 0 and O, and they literally were tickling each other at one point, so then they fired both of them. <laughs> They're like, this is an embarrassment to martial arts.
0: People don't want to see a tickle fight?
1: We, I about? guess not in a real fight, dude. They're like, you're mocking. You're mocking mixed martial arts. <laughs> All right, dude. The sports <laughs> this is in the is same brutal. ring
2: where Brock Lesnar just destroyed people.
1: Yeah, he, Brock Lesnar was good, though. He was actually yes. good. Was just-
2: Brock Lesnar is a generational talent in everything he's done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good at most stuff. Um,
2: have you ever heard about the uh, um, the Minnesota Vikings tryout he did?
1: Why, why don't you no. tell me all about it? To refresh us.
2: This mother was the most ridiculous man I've ever heard uh, a, a gentleman named Paul Heyman told this story about how he was um, going to do the uh, combine. Now, I don't I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's it's basically the tryouts for the the Vikings. And he ran the combine, the combination run in Olympic qualifying time, just a day after he had a motorcycle accident. the man is a freak of nature and I, I don't believe there's a man alive currently. That's more tough than Brock Lesnar is and smart too.
1: smart and tough or just tough. Both. They have to be both combined. Yeah. Cause I was going to name some tough guys, but they're not that smart though.
2: He is the smartest, smartest guy in professional wrestling. That man doesn't walk into the building for less than 5 million.
1: Yeah, cuz the tough guys that I know, you know, they'll damn near kill themselves on an electrical line for a solid 150 bucks. You know? Right. These guys are crackheads, but they're some they're pretty tough though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Is yeah. that your favorite? Is that your favorite wrestler? You speak very highly of Brock Lesnar. Uh,
2: Brock is just a, a a freak of nature, honestly, but if you want to talk about thing uh, people that have um basically had an influence on me, it'd probably be The Undertaker. Oh yeah. And uh Paul Bearer, uh, William Moody. Um William if you want to think about my character personally, it'd be a combination of Paul Heyman and William Moody. Um because I, the two of those managers are probably the best in terms of being able to talk highly of another character within the professional wrestling business and undertaker himself is, you know, he's been around for 30 years. You know, the guy knew another guy that was super smart about what he was doing in the ring. Um, you, um, there's a concept called kayfabe in professional wrestling where we, as people inside the business don't want to Put anything out outside the business. Now that's, for the most part, has gone away. But Undertaker has been one of those guys that kept kayfabe so much over the years. He wouldn't do interviews. He wouldn't do, you know, outside appearances unless he was the Undertaker. And just now, because he's just recently re- basically retired, he's now starting to do these interviews and stuff. But you could see over the years how much he's uh, influenced professional wrestling. It's crazy.
1: Bro, the absolute chin on William Moody. Josh, you gotta look this guy up. You gotta look oh, this guy up, dude. The chin on this man. He has an entire What's going on with that?
0: How do you spell his last name?
1: Moody. M O O D Y.
2: Oh. Yeah. Moody. William <laughs> Moody. He played uh Paul Bear in WWF, WWE. He's and going in full that, white he-
1: face. And he's got a yeah. He's got an absolute <laughs> neck and chin thing going on on this man. Dude. Does he
0: have a chin? All I see is
1: neck. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you see that little? He's dude. This guy is Peter Griffin.
2: He is. He <laughs> um, at his heaviest, he was like four hundred twenty pounds. I think four twenty
1: five. He said four twenty. Um, yeah, he
2: was. He was big. Um, he lost a bunch of weight, um, but unfortunately, he did pass. Back in 2013, I think.
1: 2013, yeah. I'm looking so, at it right now. You just got that memorized, eh? <laughs> that's impressive.
2: Well, I well, that's the thing about professional wrestling is that if you get into the business, you're pretty much expected to know.
1: Mobile, Alabama. So, he, that's that. I could have seen that, dude. If they gave me multiple choice, guess where this guy's from? Mobile, Alabama. He was in the Air Force. He was a sergeant, Keesler uh, he's fifty eight. You know that's not too bad for being that fat. You know,
2: yeah. And that's the thing is that he was very, very big for that. You know, and and to be fair, I'm two eighty five, two ninety, so I can't say much. So, but but are you taller than this and, guy? He's
1: short and he was short in that way. He's only how tall are he, you? He. Was- okay. 5'10", I guess is what it says. That's not too short. He looked shorter in this picture I saw him in. But he is standing next to the Undertaker, it was like 6'10".
2: <laughs> yeah, Undertaker it was billed at, what, 6'10 or something. Um, legitimately, Taker is like 6'7". Oh, okay. And that's one of the things that you'll see in professional wrestling, is that we give ourselves 2 to 3 inches, and we give ourselves about 20 pounds.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did... Uh, he did a lot of fire interviews, right when he retired. The Undertaker, and there was a uh, MMA fighter that walked out, like dressed like the Undertaker, and had like a urn with him and stuff to his fight recently. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, Undertaker throwback. That's a good favorite, dude. Yeah. That's a good favorite.
0: So I have a question: How does one get into wrestling, in, in the sense that you're like like one of the the people involved in it?
2: Uh, in terms of getting backstage and such?
0: Like, you're you're going to be one of the wrestlers. How do you go about doing that?
2: The smart way is to find a professional wrestling school. And there's mm-hmm. dozens and dozens of them in the U.S. and worldwide. Um, the New Japan JoJo is probably a big one. Um, they just opened up a U.S. school here. There are also smaller schools everywhere from... Buffalo to Florida and everywhere in between and all the way out to LA to New York and everywhere in between. Um, If anyone wanted to become a professional wrestler, I can actually send them to a local school that's accredited, that has somebody legitimate running there. If you wanted to do production or anything like just simple stuff. You you wanted to get into music or you wanted to do, you know, setting up the rings and stuff like that. The best way is to reach out to your local promoter and say, Hey, I'm, I'm this new kid. I want to learn the ropes. You know, how can you help me? I can mm-hmm. help you by putting this stuff up or I can help you by loading and unloading the trucks. We all do it every day. You know? Interesting.
0: It's, it's kind of fascinating to me, and not just in with wrestling, but just in a lot of industries in general, how you can literally just ask people to for like information, and they'll give it out. Like, I feel like a lot of people coming out of like high school and maybe in college uh, are are just like, I have no idea where to start for any of these jobs. Um, same thing with like uh, people that want to go into reporting or interviewing things like that. They often ask, like, oh, I have no idea how I would even begin to, like, interview this person. And uh, do, you, do you know who Nardwar is? Have you ever heard of him? Uh, no. He's, he's like, he's uh, primarily on YouTube now. And he interviews tons of celebrities, mainly, like, musical artists. Uh, and uh, he, he did, like, a, I don't know if it was a TED Talk, but it was something of that nature. And he's, like, yeah. Someone asked, like, how do you get interviews? And he's, like, uh, I just ask people for them. No, and that was it. He's like, you, you just got to ask. It's like worst case scenario is they say no or you don't get a response. So it's, it's interesting to me. Like,
2: well, that's always yeah. been my life's work right there is what what's going to happen. They say no.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, I want to be a wrestler, but not is like it? I want to be like that. You know who superhuman is?
0: Yes. Bro- yeah, yeah that's, that's what I, I was talking about like earlier. Yeah, that
1: guy's hilarious. That's You know what, dude? <laughs> that's the toughest guy in the on earth right there superhuman i was gonna
0: say i don't want to be here that's, that's the, the toughest like guy on
1: that
0: <laughs> hurts so much
1: the resiliency that and man he- has physically and mentally oh my goodness
2: <laughs> so fun story about him uh so he was actually booked i want to say a year ago um maybe maybe it was a little bit longer ago than that maybe it was before the pandemic um But he was booked for an indie show and he had started the process of getting fully trained as a professional wrestler. And all of a sudden, he stopped. Um, The reason why he stopped and went back to doing what he was doing was he got so much crap backstage from other wrestlers that (laughs) were deathmatch wrestlers because he wouldn't, um, he thought he was above them.
1: Interesting. Yeah, dude, he was ready to level up. That's why. He was like, ah, I'm not fucking around with this low-level shit. They needed to throw him right in the WWE, dude. They didn't know what they had with him. I agree. I agree, dude. If you know your worth, you got to hang in there, you know?
2: (laughs) The problem is you got to work with the person across the ring.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, I don't... I mean, realistically, he's probably a fucking dumbass, but...
2: (laughs) What makes you
0: say that? The fact that he dives into wheelbarrows of barbed I'm wire. I'm just
1: standing up for him, dude. And he's, it's like I'm like, I don't know. There's, I mean, there's not much to stand up for. But I would, dude. We got to get him on here. Superhuman. You got his contact info?
2: Uh I don't think I have direct contact. I probably know a guy who knows a yeah, guy. Dude, we
1: got to get him on here. I'd love to talk to that dude. See what's going on in that fucked up head of his. That weird, Good luck. dirty, fucked up head of his. He's so <laughs> greasy, dude. It's like you, he'll like leave a streak on this. Like when he hit that microwave, there was like a stain on it afterwards. From him.
0: I like that you went from I'm just sticking up for him to just <laughs> laying into him now.
3: <laughs>
0: just
1: a, a total dude.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just, it's fascinating. To me. These uh, are I, see, but uh, uh, I, I, I'm laying on him,
1: but that's. These are attributes I like about him, dude. You know, I like a, somebody who's who's dirty has stories. dude. my some of the best stories I've ever heard of came out of the like most nasty unbrushed mouths.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough.
0: That's, that's true in, in a lot of cases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know, it's I, I wouldn't be able to do something like that. I, I'm not interested in scarring myself for life just to pick up some views on YouTube.
1: No way, dude. That's He's out of his mind. I, <laughs> but, you know, he might be I, onto something. He's like a modern-day steve but just really didn't have yeah. any of the follow-through. He had all the <laughs> all the gumption, none of the follow-through. I think that's his problem. He lacks follow-through. Maybe he needs a guy like me, dude, Mike. Maybe that's what it is. He's the talent. I could, whatever, manage him, whatever the part is. He uh-huh. needs somebody like me to actually guide him. He's just fucking up. Big like, dog, no, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. You stay dirty. The the juggalo thing. We're we're perfect with that. We are perfect. I'll just handle the business he's, for a right hot sauce, for I just think. a small eighty percent cut. I'll handle all the business.
2: Have you guys ever been to the <laughs> Gathering of the Juggalos?
1: No, no, no. I've just you know what, dude. If they have a type of thing to try to keep you away they've done it wonders on me because all the juggles I've ever met. Oh my goodness. dude, They reek. They stink so bad. Have you been to this event? So,
2: <laughs> I maybe I'll be able to find it uh, before uh, too long. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Um, so the, the, there's a gentleman named Kevin Owens in WWE. He, he wrestled on the independent circuit as Kevin Steen. It was him. And the Young Bucks. And they got booked one year for the Gathering of the Juggalos. Because, believe it or not, the, the Gathering of the Juggalos also includes a professional wrestling event. Because Violent J or Slim J or JJ or whatever's um, actually love professional wrestling. They have their own wrestling promotion. And Kevin said in his interview about it, that it was probably the most interesting odor he's ever smelled in his life. And he spent years working with other very smelly guys on the,
1: and these guys do events at circuses and stuff too, right?
2: I, yeah, the
1: circus probably holds no candle to gathering of the juggalos. I, it's,
2: it's obscene. It's obscene. I've, I've heard many horror stories of it.
0: See, It seems like you guys need to spend more time where I live hanging around Amish people. And then you'll know what smelling
1: like. Yeah, but they smell, they reek of hard work. You know, they smell like shit, but it's, you can tell it's like, that's hard work they're putting in right there. The juggle's that reek of like, I'm like sitting fields, in a yeah. muggy room and drinking a lot of sugary drinks and this, that coming out of you.
0: It's, I imagine they smell sour.
1: Probably. Yeah, that's, who? Oh.
0: It's like a, yeah.
1: Who's sour? Yeah. The juggles Marinating. The Juggalos? No, they're, yeah. it's not, it's more, it's way more spicy than sour, I'd say. Would you agree <laughs> with me on that one, Mike?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've known you over the years.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd say they're way more spicy than sour, because it, it packs punch, dude, when they, it's like, whoa, you smell them coming.
2: So I, somebody had made a, a reference to Amish. Where are yeah. you guys from, actually?
1: Where am I from? Where do I live? I, I live in uh, Tampa, but I'm from what? the middle of fucking nowhere. He's,
0: he's from what used to be Tampa and is now just part of the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. Right. Well, no, it's, it's
1: fine community. over this way, dude. Apparently nothing <laughs> happened in Tampa. It was it? all a little bit south <laughs> of here where he got hit.
2: It's funny yeah, because I, a lot of my friends actually live down there that are professional wrestlers. So yeah, they, they actually got hit pretty hard over where they are.
1: Yeah. On Tampa, Tampa was not, I mean, it got hit, but you just lost, we lost power and stuff, but it wasn't like, there's not like holes in the road and all uh, bridges falling apart and stuff. You know, people's fences got ripped up. That was about it. I
0: saw a thing yesterday where people were like complaining that they were out of like food and water. And I was like, "It's been two days Everything since the hurricane. Came to, how do you not?" Pre- I was like, "How do you not pre- if, like if you're worried about the hurricane? How do you not prepare to have than yeah. like, two days?" Everything's worth of food been in open
1: house? since Friday. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're really talking about like right that.
0: Yeah, it's like these people are trapped. They have no food or water. And it's like it's it's been two days. Like if you chose it's, to stay in like trapped. an area that's going to get hit only, pretty hard by a hurricane, you think you'd there's
1: only been like five go- deaths. You know, are people trapped? Are I'm they actually sure. trapped? Is this just the news wilding out, dude? Because the news, I feel like wild.
0: Oh, it's probably the news going crazy. We're reporting deaths in the tens of I billions. Mean, same when it's I drive like, around yeah, town
1: you. and everything, it all looks normal to me. And you know? I don't see anybody trapped. But I went to around just a little down. I went to where kind of where it hit a little bit <laughs> harder up by Lake Mary and pff, business as usual over there, too. I went to an art gallery in Lake Mary where it hit a little harder than over here. Like yeah. freaking what was that yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. So stuff's so, oh, kind of open back up. Mm-hmm. But if you went to, I think it was F- Fort Myers, dude. I did I send you that picture? Fort Myers, did that, I send you that picture Fort of Fort Myers, Myers with know, that guy who had that gator in his house? Dude, that was <laughs> wild.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure that's an old photo from like 20. Dude, I don't know that my buddy got me
1: because he was like my neighbor. This is my neighbor's house. Either he pulled my leg so hard. Uh. But, dude, I I bought it hook-like in a sinker. I saw it and was like, holy fuck, there's a gator in that dude's house. There was definitely a bridge that fell in half over there, though, too, as well. So they had mm-hmm. some damage that way.
2: Yeah. Uh, apparently, the, the hurricane hit further south than they were planning, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were acting like I left town because they were acting like it was going to absolutely wreck Tampa. And I went and got a hotel out of town. And then it went totally away from where I was and smacked this town that I was in. And they had to evacuate the hotel that I was in. And I drove back to where I normally live. But we just didn't have power. I <laughs> had a lot of Vienna sausages. You know, that was annoying. But aside from that, you know. But people were, oh my god, I wanted to absolutely just shoulder this lady because i'm going in i'm like oh okay i got done work on monday and was like oh i better just get a couple jugs of water that'll be all right yeah give me two or three jugs that's fine and as i'm going in there was this enormous fat woman and she's like she's pushing this cart filled With water of all assortments, dude. Jugs of all sizes, bottles, everything. And she's like, Charlie, come on! And then behind her is probably, I assume, her fat husband. I don't know. Some fat guy that was with her. Who also, in tow, had another cart filled with water. When I got in there, dude, there was nothing left for anyone. There was no water. I was like, "Oh my god, if I had if I have known this, I would have just gave her a quick shoulder, thrown her off balance, let her go down and been like, "Everybody get some water. <laughs> and grab some because that's so ridiculous. Those fat fucks, they don't they don't need all that and they I, definitely don't even deserve to even be doing that. These redneck motherfuckers. They're probably going to float away. It's what how's that water going to help you in your old ass trailer?"
0: <laughs> I I remember when I was in high, the when I finished high school, I, I was working at a grocery store and they uh, they had like pallets of like the 24 packs of water bottles on them. And this woman comes in and she has her like uh, they called them Jazzy's little power scooters. She had that and then a separate shopping cart full of these uh, packs of of water bottles. And this other woman came in. This, the woman took everyone off the pallet and this other woman came in and she just wanted one pack of the the water bottles. And this woman called the police on this woman because she wanted to get a pack of water bottles. <laughs> and we're standing around like, "Ma'am, she just wants a pack. Just give her one. And she's like, no, 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 it's mine. They're mine. It's like, uh, it's freaking water. Just give
1: her one. It's, it's kind People of, are deranged, dude.
0: And it's, I, I, it was so, I just remember when you were mentioning the lady going crazy, and like, I don't know why people have such a like a freak out about water bottles at
1: times. <laughs> they didn't need that many. They did not need two shopping carts filled overflowing with this shit. It was insane. That's yeah. That was what are they doing? They're like, "Oh, I'm going to shower in this purified water full blast normally, like I <laughs> normally do and then I'm going to freaking do my dishes frantically and wa- rinse everything off thoroughly at one individually and then like what do you need all this for? You know, it's only going to be a couple days."
2: <laughs> you know? I've decided mm. to wash my entire house yeah. with purified yeah, water, with
1: bottled water <laughs> today. Before a hurricane. Like, what in the hell is going on?
0: W- working a job like that really helped me set my standards for my life. <laughs> I was like, I, you see all the different people coming in. It's like, all right, now I know what I don't want.
1: <laughs> you ever have a shit job, Mike?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: What's your? What was your, the shittiest one that you spent some time at? You know, not just a good name. I,
2: I spent... Three months at Walmart.
1: Oh, yeah. He probably saw some mm, freaks there.
2: Oh, God. I, the worst part was probably the fact that nobody Oh, cares. yeah, no. The shoppers don't care. Your coworkers don't care. Management We're all here care.
1: for the sales, dude.
0: I feel like I need to get a part-time job at Walmart and just figure out how to clock in, leave, and then People come back since I'm on the road People all day do that
1: all the time there. Yeah, just, they might, know, they sure. might give you a, just a quick little send one of their shit cheap lawyers at you though and try to get it back from you afterwards if they right. can prove because they got cameras everywhere that you just never once were there or just try to get you for fraud or something, press charges. But
0: Your honor, this is a huge waste of my
2: time. <laughs> All right, dismiss. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I have a job to go to. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have a du- I have a different job that I'm actually working at. Yeah, go to. I just wanted to say like, what you
1: clocked in, yeah, and then I would clock out. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I thought <laughs> I went in, clocked in. That's all they showed me. They said, "All right, you come in, you clock in here," and then that was the end of the training. So I would do that every day and leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that.
0: The worst job I ever had was right before I worked at the grocery store. I worked as a dishwasher at a yeah, Mexican yeah, restaurant. That was Arriba, awful. absolutely awful.
1: <laughs> was it like a real Mexican restaurant, Not or was everyone white that worked there? No, every single person was white. <laughs> Just making burritos and shit. Dude.
0: It was it was a weird like combination. I had to so I, they have like the dishwashing station in the back, and I'd work that. And then when it would be slow, they'd have me go back behind the kitchen, and they had one of like the uh, I don't know what you call them, but like the potato pressers where you cut it into French fries, you yeah. know. Yeah, and so like I had to make the fries, and then I made the salsa as well, and then I go back to washing oh. dishes, and I was like, "This yeah, can't, no, be that can't be sanitary <laughs> at all, dude." You don't want the dishwasher making
1: <laughs> the fries and the salsa?
0: Yeah, I was, I was like 17 at the time. I'm like, even then, I'm like, "This seems like a, a Dug, bad no." Idea. That guy's the, that's the cleanest <laughs> guy here, dude. Side. He's the
1: only one that's bathed up right now. He's in there playing in the soapy water. Dude, I, it,
0: the, I did like. The good part about working there is they gave me all the chips and salsa I wanted and I'd get free food when I'd worked. So that was nice. The owner was a super mm. nice guy. But you'd go home every night and you absolutely stunk. Like it was all because you have all like the mist coming off the dishes, you know, and you're just oh. coated in it. And it was I go home every night, take a shower and it. I would, couldn't it get disgusting. it. It would
1: take probably any two showers. eh?
0: I'd be in the shower for like 35, <sighs> yeah, 40 minutes rough. just scrubbing myself down. it be hard
1: to pull. Like, it was hard it was to pull puss on the way home.
0: It's like coated in your hair, you know, it's in your clothes, like you take the clothes off and wash them, but it, it's still just kind of like... It It'd be hard to hit you know?
1: on a little mama in a grocery yeah. store if, if uh on your way home, if you smell like absolute dog shit coming back from work, you know, and not even looking like it though, because if you've got like a hard hat on or something, dude, or a, vet, oh, a vest or work boots and you kind of stink, it's like, oh yeah... <laughs> They like that a little bit. But if you got on a motherfucking white he's, that, he's been
0: outside, He's working. He's throwing like Yeah, if you got that around. little white
1: hat on, dude... No way. Yeah. No way.
0: No, instead it was, it was me. was was like... was I mean, I was like was Probably about the same the I height now. But I was like six foot, bit like of I little bit of a little bit of a little just walking around with my oversight like i just bought like this cheap Like a little bit like a little bit of a fucking reeked going home it was awful yeah yeah there was there would be no go to anyone i wanted to try and talk to they'd probably just walk away from me mm-hmm. thinking i oh, crawled out gosh. of the gutter or something
1: yeah oh yeah they probably think you're just a stinky guy in general like what the fuck? this guy reeks <laughs> dude oh because what yeah. did you wear like just a dude, t-shirt I- tucked into your jeans and then put an apron on over it i
0: didn't even have to tuck it in like i just it's just jeans and i just had like a white t-shirt on generally Cause I mean I'm not. It's not like I'm out in front of people, so I didn't have like a dress code, yeah. so to speak. So it's just like, like, yeah, whatever. As long as you're, you should have went shirtless under that, that apron, apron everything's dude. Good, seeing what
1: <laughs> seen what happened. what <laughs> happened.
0: I don't. I don't think I got an apron. I don't remember exactly. I don't think I got it. I think I was just standing there, in my my jeans. You even get an apron, I like, bro. I don't think I got I, like...
1: At least give me I a fucking apron. So. There's shit splashing on me all day. This is ridiculous.
0: I don't remember exactly, but I'm almost positive I didn't have. Oh one. my
1: god, these cheapskates at these restaurants! This why, this why. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't stand that.
3: They're
0: out of
1: business yeah, now. Fuck them! I'm glad really they're fun. out of business. <laughs> yeah. They didn't deserve it.
0: Well, he, the guy, the guy sold the business. He wanted to retire, and then they closed up immediately afterwards because the people that bought it didn't know how to run a restaurant. That's the way she
1: goes, <laughs> dude. Yeah, if you, you know, that only takes a yeah. couple months of having your. Distributions, distributors, and shit fucked up, and then your shit goes rotting on you or something, and all of a sudden you're in the hole and game over, dude. I'm gonna declare. Yeah.
0: I've been fortunate in that a lot of the jobs I worked at, I had like free food readily available. There was that, like working the, dish, the dishwasher. Then I went to the grocery store while I was in, in uh, so college, and I would go into the deli all the time and get, I'd get. Well, I'd go into the deli and they'd have like all like the, the lunch meats. And in the deli, they'd also bag up like candy and stuff. And they put it in like the clear little plastic bags and, you know, sticker them and everything. And I'd get like all sorts of like, like a little Hershey, uh, no, not Hershey, the Reese's cups, like the peppermint patties and things like that, all sorts of candies and, and lunch meats and things like that, like Lebanon bologna. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is great. All sorts of uh, free food there. Then when I worked at the university, we had the Starbucks. Downstairs in our building, and they'd, they'd walk around the building making like samples and things like that. And they'd they'd make like 24 samples uh, in these tiny little cups. Nobody would take them, and then they'd bring all 24 of them up to me and pour them into one like venti cup of what like a Starbucks hell? cup. And I'd basically have free food and drinks all the time. It was fantastic. Oh, it
1: would be good? That sounds like. That sounds. Oh, it no, it's like it fantastic. Of one yeah. would no, it was, the I mean, it says that. Um chucky cheese and piece them back together
0: (laughs) no no they would like uh they'd they'd blend up like uh whatever like a vanilla bean frappuccino or something and then they'd pour it out into like 24 like the tiny little uh like sample size cups i don't know what you'd call them and uh then they wouldn't have like not enough people would take them and so they'd bring one big cup up to me pour them all in that way and i'd get like essentially a a Hopefully large, vanilla bean be frappuccino, or whatever. While
1: they were sitting out, <laughs> you
0: know. they're they're probably out for like three or four oh. minutes at most. Okay. So it's not like it was just sitting yeah, out just boiling or Just sitting out they'd like free that.
1: samples and a bug being like, mm-hmm. oh no, no, they like, nobody took. they the free samples for them, out for them for Josh.
0: <laughs> no, no, that, they had a uh, one person like is they they usually weren't super busy, so they'd have one person walking around with a tray with all the samples on with the cup on it in case they didn't get rid of all of them. And so they'd walk around, then make their way slowly up to to the top floor where I was at. And then they'd they'd give me whatever was left. There's that. Any food that was like getting close to expiring. Oh, nice I'd get that's as what well. you want, so, like, dude. It,
1: this right before that's the best. When yeah. I'll always check the bakery dude. They'll have ships so cheap. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. gonna eat I'm gonna eat the whole lemon wealth in one sitting. Like, you know? Like
0: Exactly that's, that's exact the the lemon yeah. bread like Yeah,
1: hell yeah, dude. It. That's the best thing oh, they have bread. at those fucking so places. The Lemon Wolf.
0: They, nobody yeah, ever nobody bought them ever either. So I'd get them. Get They're cheapest shit at the end of the day. They're always
1: like 1.99. <laughs> cheapest shit at the end of the day. Those are fire. Uh,
0: yeah. They they'd bag them up and bring them up to me and I'd be sitting up there God, snapping dude. on them.
1: Yeah, when I worked at McDonald's I, I put on stuff. When wow, I worked work at McDonald's I would I'd, just work it off dude. I didn't give a fuck. They're like, oh, you get it half off. I'm like, I'm cooking it. What are you talking about? That's getting all the way a whole off, dude. I'm going to make it for myself and just fucking walk out with this shit half the time or eat it right here standing. it. If, if there was like a dull, a dull time, I would just start making myself wild ass burgers and shit in the back. Like, let me put burger and then a piece of crispy chicken, then another burger on top of it, cover it in mac sauce, take a bite <laughs> of it and be like, that was a horrible idea. Throw in the trash immediately.
2: <laughs> so you're the you man behind the hacks then.
1: The hacks? Yeah. I mean not I mean I just was <laughs> when I was in high school dude working there, I would have just been ripping a joint out by the dumpster when they're like, take out the trash and then come back in. <laughs> Nobody ever wanted to take the trash out. Like mean, you guys are retarded. It's a thousand degrees in here. I'll take the trash out every time. Go out and take a little hit off the joint. <laughs> and then and that I would keep out by the dumpster and go in there and just start. I don't even remember what half it was. But we had those big wraps at the time. Oh, man, dude. I put all types of chicken wraps. Dude, I couldn't believe they didn't ever have <laughs> a Big Mac wrap. I was like, this is a missed thing, dude. Because I would take the patties, it's chop them up with right? that thing for the crispy chicken then put mac sauce on it and put mm. lettuce, the shredded lettuce and the shredded cheese, put it in a wrap, and it was so good. I was like, why don't they have this on here? We already have all the ingredients for that's, it right here, dude.
2: That's funny because I do remember them making a big wrap Oh, snack. maybe
1: it was only certain places. Mm.
2: Yeah, Rochester was known for being like a, a, one of those experimental city mm. things. So we would get a lot of excitement. I went to Rochester. The only thing
1: I really saw around there was a bunch of kids riding around on these really little bikes, but they were like, they had engines on them. I think they're literally called mini bikes. I remember that being a big thing in yeah. Rochester.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Still is. <laughs> the reason I left. Did you
1: never
0: get tired of the food working at McDonald's?
1: There was just so much shit at the time, would- but then. Towards the tail end, when I worked there, mm-hmm. they got rid of the mango habanero, the sweet chili. They got rid of a oh. bunch of stuff. And there was, like, a different patty at one point. They got rid of that. The Angus patty, that was gone. And then it just became... I, yeah, I always liked it, the
0: Angus mushrooms. Yeah, yeah then it just burgers, became be. the
1: quarter pounder patty, the little patty. They called it four to one and ten to one. Then the crispy chicken and the McChicken. And then fish foil which I would never touch that shit. Mm. And then once it became that, it was like, well, now there's really nothing else to make. The snack wraps are gone. All the shit's gone. You know, so. But that was when I was about done anyway. I worked there in high school.
0: Hmm. Yeah, when I was in middle school, I worked at a, this farm market. And they'd I'd have to go out there like 5 a.m. until about 10, 30, 11 a.m. And they'd send me out in the field to pick strawberries. And at first I was like, this is great. I get to pick strawberries. I would get paid. I forget how much it was like a, I don't know if it was 25 cents per quart of strawberries. I don't, it's been so long. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but they sent me out and be like, this is great. I just fill up as many quarts as I can as quickly as I can. And I get to eat as and many strawberries as want along the way. fans are how and many remember,
1: times you've told me about this fucking strawberry field. <laughs> Did I? I, know, I six six I never times remember. probably we've talked about this goddamn strawberry yeah. field at this point. Yeah. I learned
0: yeah. to hate strawberries because of that job. Was the point I was gonna make?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, strawberries are pretty I fucking nasty, no, honestly. they're my...
1: covered in chocolate, but even then, or they have to be sliced up. You <laughs> got to get that stem off of there. No, I'd rather a raspberry blows <laughs> the absolute ass off of a strawberry any single day. Are you kidding me?
0: Depends what kind of raspberries you have. They have like the big puffy store raspberries, and then we have wild raspberries that grow around here. Uh, my, my family had like an orchard, and we'd pick the wild raspberries, mm. and they were fantastic. All right, well, how about a
1: cotton candy grape then? I'll raise you one cotton candy grape. A cotton candy gra- grape blows those the absolute ass, ass yeah. off of a strawberry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was a pretty good thing. The cotton <laughs> candy grape. Somebody the other day, I was at the grocery store and I was like, oh, yes, cotton candy grapes. And they're like, that's genetically modified. And I was like, get the hell out of here.
0: How do we make grapes yeah, even more Get the hell sugary?
1: away from me. <laughs> some guy. I'm like, I'm eating grapes. All right, this is way better than half the other aisles of shit that they have for sale in here, dude. There's two cookie aisles. Get the hell away from me.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that they're complaining that the grapes are like genetically modified as though like the chickens and cows yeah, and stuff. Eat as if aren't. there
1: isn't a row of deep fried whatever the fuck chip things a whole aisle of it side to side as far as you can see the curvature of the store goes on of just rows of chips and they're here talking about how modified my grapes are get out of here this is nuts you've got a look at look at what's in your cart you have a whole cheesecake in there get the fuck away from me right now what do you think they did with that cheesecake and that milk that's in there the hormones and that shit there's animal it's milk an all in that. Natural this wild is way worse for you than my cotton candy <laughs> grapes ever are.
0: So. <laughs> no, that that cheesecake is yeah, dude, fresh off the vine. He literally <laughs> was
1: like, "Um, you know, those are genetically modified." I wanted to hit them, dude. I wanted to be like, "You need to, you need to join a gym, buddy." This is you can't be like this forever. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> yeah i I put on so much weight getting all that free food over there. So when COVID hit, I was able to get I I actually put on weight during COVID, but it was it was actually muscle instead of just eating myself in a yeah. stupor.
1: Instead of food like I had been up leading up to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. COVID was probably the best thing that could have happened to me, honestly. The whole like lockdown and everything.
2: But I gained 30 pounds. Thank you.
0: <laughs> did yeah I, I also gained I 30 pounds in COVID. But Almost I, I put to together I, I put together a, a like a sort of a home gym, got my workouts in, got my girlfriend involved. It was it was great. That's when I got my Twitch stream started up. Podcasts have been going for maybe, I don't know if it, we had been going for a year or not at that point. Maybe like, might have been. But yeah, I, COVID was great. COVID worked out really well for me.
1: <laughs> well, you selfish bastard. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm so selfish. Getting in shape, enjoying and doing stuff to improve my life.
1: Dude, they're still printing money. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. out of their yeah. damn minds. So that's a whole different thing.
3: Yeah.
1: What else can we ask Mike about wrestling, Josh? Uh, what else do we want to know about wrestling, I,
0: dude? I'm so out of my. I'm so out of wrestling, with, dude. Uh, you know what? Wrestling.
1: I I love. Yeah, I love when they get the ref involved.
3: You do
0: have a.
1: I love when they get the ref involved. I was going to say, uh,
0: Mike, (laughs) you put a a link here. (laughs) Uh, What is explain? explain Oh yeah, I just threw that in there. That was was if you.
1: you, (laughs) I just threw that that in there, dude. It was. uh, She faked her kidnapping to get back with her ex. Now she'll get eighteen months in prison. This lady in Northern California, dude. She, uh, I was throwing this in there in case we ran out of ideas. Can I read this? She fakes her own kidnapping, essentially, I'm just gonna read to
0: get the, back at her uh, boyfriend. Yeah. It says, a Northern California mother of two was sentenced Monday to 18 months in prison for faking her own kidnapping so she could go back to a former boyfriend, which led to a three-week multi-state search before she, resur- she, yeah, before she resurfaced on Thanksgiving Day in 2016.
1: just now
0: in the news? I, I, just, I was just thinking that through, too. Wow. Our justice yeah, literally. I guess
1: it took slut. probably f- six years before she finally got sentenced, dude. That is so <laughs> insane how that works all the time.
0: She pleaded guilty yeah, late last
1: spring. Dude, what? Finally. <laughs> the only reason why it
2: happened was because of, you know, Ugh. they finally probably gave up. <laughs>
0: yeah. She's required to pay more than $300,000 yeah, in rescue. They have like,
1: helicopters and shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, she lied to the FBI about it as well, which probably didn't help.
1: Mm. That's way better. <laughs> oh, man.
2: So you wanted you said something about um, when referees get involved with matches. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just shared a video and feel free to put it in the liner notes because uh, this gentleman's name is Bryce Rensberg. He's currently one of the referees for a w but he did this uh show in i want to say this was in new orleans a few years ago where he refed a match between the invisible man and invisible Stand, and it's the entire <laughs> match here for you guys to enjoy it was a 11 minute match and it is just the greatest um just being able to do this kind of stuff in terms of uh, sketch comics or something like this yeah. professional wrestling ring is just absolutely wonderful. And, of course, the, the fans there as well are just yeah. eating this stuff up.
0: I love the camera yeah. panning around as yeah, though there's yeah. somebody walking. I mean, there. the That's finger, hilarious. <laughs> like,
1: fuck you, Invisible
2: and yeah. because, uh, <laughs> And don't forget that this is – uh this promotion was uh, game changer wrestling, which is a very big uh, independent professional wrestling organization now, but they're known for deathmatch wrestling. So as you probably can see in the ring that there's an actual mm-hmm. board set up because this was a death match.
1: Yeah.
2: Damn. So <laughs> it's, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. I would absolutely, if you guys uh, want to, enjoy professional wrestling, not in the normal way, check out stuff <laughs> like this. This is, this is the stuff that I really love. I do love comedy and wrestling. I do love comedy. This might in be general. a fire
1: date idea. Dude. Um, Should I bring a date to something like this? They got them in or- like Orlando. They got this stuff in Orlando.
2: You got a bunch of stuff oh, in Orlando. Man. I mean, both WWE. No, I don't want WWE. I want, Hell. I want a little
1: crowd like this.
2: Well, there's also a ton of local shows there, too. I could probably give you about like, like yeah, 10 dude, different give shows. Give me one. Running. What's a good one coming I'm gonna up.
1: Leave. I'm going to use this as a date. This is a fire date idea. Uh, then we'll report back. I'll tell you how my wrestling date went.
0: Very good. How many of these shows do they have in Amish country, Pennsylvania?
2: Um,
1: <laughs> the OG Barn? Quite a
2: bit, actually. I worked through. Uh, so there's like, uh, there's a place called Northern Tier Wrestling that's the Northern Tier PA. There's also. Um, ECW was based in Philadelphia. So there's a a ton of professional wrestling promotions that were offshoots of that, that go all across Pennsylvania. Um, Obviously in New Jersey, there's game changer and a bunch of others, house of hardcore and whatnot. Yeah. There's, there's a ton in the Northeast here.
0: Nice. I got a number of like uh, upcoming things I'm looking at going to, uh, Guest we've had on the show before, Marlon Hugh. Class, you were on that episode with him. That was like our mm-hmm. longest episode ever. Uh, I think it was episode 100 we did. Marlon, oh, he's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, a comedian yeah, guy. Marlon. And uh, yeah, I messaged him because I was trying to get him back on the show. He's actually doing live shows now, like live comedy shows. Oh, that's fun, I had huh? no idea.
1: Well, maybe if can, well, yeah,
0: so he's doing a he's doing a thing called the Don't Judge Me costume comedy Don't show, judge me costume which I, I found interesting, and he. Yeah, so he's he's gonna be like traveling around doing that. So I'm like as soon as he after he does his first like show, he might come on the on the podcast here, which would be exciting. Hear him talking about that. But like I I wanna go to one of his shows. I want to go to some more in person shows.
1: I guess he didn't listen to it's been a while I haven't been out about (laughs) (laughs) when we I I feel like
2: I don't know, know. didn't I like
1: rip him (laughs) apart or something? I don't remember. Hopefully not. You might have. Hopefully I not. Know. I feel like we did, Man, though. I, th- I, th- I feel like was. we were like somebody was going to come on the show. It didn't. I
0: I have a hard time remembering what's pre-show yeah, and what's is. actually recorded Maybe
1: we're just, at times. I'm pretty sure we ripped him apart on the show. Well, he probably didn't watch it, so. <laughs> oh, well. I'll talk to him again. <laughs> though,
0: that could have been tonight's episode if Mike didn't show up. That <laughs> yeah.
1: into him. Pretty, again, dude, it'd be like Claus just comes on here. That's what I, that's my role, dude. When the guest doesn't come on, I come on and be like, Oh, couldn't show up to work, eh? Had to have Claus come. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then I sit here acting like I'm not a part of it, so that they can't blame me since I'm the one running around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, oh, don't don't blame me, blame the, oh, the guest that just covered. That, you know, I'm it's
1: retarded. You know, I just come on here and run my mouth. I don't even know what I was talking about <laughs> half the time. The weekend after that, yeah. I went on a rant about some I've kid that tried. told me about cotton candy grapes. who you not know, take it personal. <laughs>
0: I got to figure out how to get in touch with this super, uh, super human Uh, guy. We got to get him
1: on here. That would be so fire. I like a good We need, dude, this is what I think we should do. Maybe Mike can hook us up because there are some wild people in the wrestling realm. We need more (laughs) like weirdo episodes, you know, with people. They're just obviously a little deranged.
0: I tried to get Andy Dick Uh, on the show and he told me no. That was pretty
1: cool. That would have been a great one, dude. More deranged people.
0: This was right after he got, like, arrested. Uh, I forget how long ago this was.
1: He gets arrested all the time.
0: And, uh... <laughs> oh, what was it? Well, I got, uh... Oh, man. Where, I don't remember what it was. He was staying at uh, uh, somebody else's, like, apartment, and the SWAT team showed up. And uh, that guy came on the show, Wappy Flanker. I got him on the show, and we talked about it a little bit. But I, I was unable to get Andy Dick on the show. I was, I was told no well, so, heck with him never let it be said I don't try to get larger name people on the show <laughs> I don't blame them for not coming on, granted how we, how we treat people that don't show up on time <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, it's not my show dude, like, that's just a guy that comes on once in a while <laughs> just a, that's just this weirdo I know <laughs> that I have on you should see the names he puts on every episode, oh, it's something weird
3: <laughs> i,
0: I yeah. barbara
1: streisand one or what was it barbara walters like, last time
0: uh, i don't remember i do remember
1: that because it came up when like I you
0: mentioned uh, mm, you mentioned uh in the post on reddit one of uh, some of the things you're interested in were like poker music tv politics stuff like that what are you watching currently i'm assuming wrestling
2: yeah uh, almost always wrestling. Um, let's see. Here. Uh, what are, We just started the Sandman on Netflix.
0: Is that any good? I've seen that pop up. It,
2: it, it's a Neil Gaiman thing. So if you like, like mm-hmm. a lot of his stuff, you'd love Neil this. Diamond? Um, me personally.
1: Okay. Oh, I thought you said Gaiman. Neil Diamond. Like I was like, well. sweet, like, I
2: was like, Neil what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> what the hell kind yeah. of show is that?
1: <laughs> Neil guy. I don't
2: know who that is. Uh, um, I, yeah. So if you if you like his stuff, then you'll probably like the Sandman. Um, also, just finished watching the most recent uh, Grand Tour uh, episode with Clarkson, James May, and Richard Hammond. Um, hmm. um, top of your fame. Yeah. Uh, uh, for me, I there's a. A poker controversy happening oh, right shit. now uh, from a live stream from this past somebody weekend.
1: Was screen peaking, which is
2: uh, um. So there's is a it the one guess, you know,
0: a woman that, that they thought was cheating or something.
2: Yeah, it, versus, basically uh, yes. But the reality is that it's it was probably somebody who just doesn't know how to play poker. So it's it's kind of a <laughs> weird situation. And I think it would have been, I think it's worse than it the for me, Mike. I don't know what the
1: hell you're talking about, bud.
2: Okay. So, <laughs> what happened was a semi professional, well, I guess he's a professional poker player, was playing against a woman who is relatively new to poker. But one of the things about women in poker is that there's, there's always this sense of this is a guy's game and, you know, the women are only there to, you know, show certain really? assets will just. Yeah. So when they show certain assets, when they're playing poker, it's bad and they're trying to manipulate the table and whatnot. So there's always that stigma. I don't think it's true. I think it's so absolutely garbage. Out the game? Is that what
1: happened?
2: <laughs> well, if you look at the, the, the show, well, first of all, they're playing at the Hustler Live Casino. So that yes, doesn't Did They
1: still either. puss in that. On <laughs> <and laughs> Hustler? Oh, no. Uh, it,
2: well, in the magazine, oh. but not at the casino. But, anywho, so they have a live stream of the game. And apparently, she called the other guy down with a garbage hand and managed to win like 130000 nice. from it. So it wasn't. It wasn't a little. So just a girl one is all a girl the won? Poker.
1: That's it. Oh, yeah. dude, fuck that. Man.
2: Yeah. Well, she won, and the guy. Well, the thing is, the guy thought she was cheating because he, she called her. She called him down with a, a hand that was basically trash. The only problem is, his was even more trash.
1: Yeah, he's just a loser, dude. That's all.
2: He's... Right. Well, <laughs> everybody and their brothers talking about it. Every major professional poker players put their two cents in on it. And she was going to cheat. She'd have
1: way better of a hand, you know,
2: that's kind of the upshot out of all of it. But yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous thing. And it's under normal circumstances, it would be nothing, but because it was a woman who was backed by somebody who was a poker coach, and There's all sorts of little bits and pieces of this that made this turn into a way bigger story than it should you know, have. We
1: should get her on here, dude. I'd love to talk to a, a lady poker star because I always thought women would be better at poker because they never just they're always, you know, worming their way through shit. You know, it's they're always picking through your head in weird ways. I'm like, dude, they would obliterate in poker if they put their mind to it. They're nitpickery, dude. The Nitpicky is the name of the game in poker.
2: I'll tell you some of the hardest opponents I've ever yeah, played against. that's what I'm saying, dude. Women,
1: so. this is, maybe I should get into poker coaching and just get an all-ladies team. Then they might make a movie about me, dude, even if I'm not even that good of a coach. He tried. He was a trailblazer. I didn't know there was this much sexism in the poker community, dude. I'm I'm dumbfounded. A bunch yeah. of redneck guys smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey, playing cards, don't want women around? <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe Shock. it. Shock. <laughs> right yeah dude all
0: right so i, I gotta get superhuman and robbie, robbie Lula Lula and on the
1: superhuman. show now <laughs> and maybe some other dude anybody i want one of those guys that you're talking about that i got hit with a, a uh a barbed wire bat dude that'd be wild to hear what that was about and so yeah i just put an absolute hole in my chest and i have scars forever from it like why did you let someone do that like For the love of the game, I guess, dude. (laughs) Literally, just like baseball. But, ah.
2: I'll tell you, some of those guys don't Yeah, that's insane. That's wild. They do it for the love love of professional wrestling. Yeah.
1: Well, good on them then. For the love of. I guess that crowd, you know, get that crowd going. You know, that's intoxicating a bit. But, you know, maybe some of them just like are like mechanics. Because I, dude, I worked with this guy when I sold cars, he was a mechanic. In the back, and he would do wrestling on the side. And, you know, this guy, we made like 400 bucks a week, so I could see him being like, you know what? Fuck it. Hit me in the goddamn chest with a fucking barbed wire bat. He had these wild-ass boots, dude. He would he would always come up and show them to me, too. It would take a lot for me not to be like, bro, why did you spend most of your paycheck on boots? Come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your, pay, your car's not paid off. It is what it is, dude. I mean, for the love of the game, you know? People love what they love. They'd rather probably die doing that shit than being setting themselves up. I
0: mean, it's the same thing as, like, Twitch streamers
1: doing stupid stuff nah, on dude, the camera. The crowd ain't there, though. When the crowd's the right there, that's different, dude. And they're like, Woo! Mm-hmm. holy shit, rip his fucking head off. That's when, you'll, that's when you'll be like, you know what, fuck it, dude. Hit me in the chest with a fucking bat. That's when you get into something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. i I have never felt better than having people yell at me and tell me that I should go shoot myself and stuff like that, that so just feel so happy <laughs> yeah oh yeah
1: oh okay yeah that's that's probably more fun to me to heal.
2: Oh yeah, and especially when you can get comeuppance and 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 have the big good guy come after you and knock you down, get that huge pop. It's just like that. Everyone's just so happy that you're down. It's just great.
1: And dude, you know what's good about being the the, the heel? If you get in a little out of ring trouble, I feel like they don't mind as much. You know, if you're the golden boy and you get a DUI, ooh, that's a big no no. But if you're already like you know Dirty Dan. And you got a DUI, they're like, yeah, dude, that's what he does. He's a scumbag. He gets DUIs, you know?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's been a a lot of legit issues in professional wrestling. It's one of the probably a lot of places, but there's always uh, professional wrestling is carny, you know? I mean, it is carnival life. So it kind of attracts a lot of carnival. Did you you ever get, you ever
1: get wrapped up in the carnival life and start like, you know, maybe getting hookers or bringing hookers with you to the show or maybe a little booger sugar. Did you ever, you ever have a wild time while you were into it?
2: I'm okay. So I'm going to tell this story and say it allegedly happened. Okay. I will not say if it's true or not. I will not say anything other than the fact that, maybe there was a pile of white substance somewhere and more than one professional wrestler was dabbling in it. Man, and this was in a place where... Laundry the killer. Yeah, well, the problem is with professional wrestling is that you need to have some sort of clear mind a little bit to get through your match. And two of them hadn't gone out yet. And they decided to have the match, and three minutes in, they immediately finish the match. It, it, they like um, the term is "go home," but basically, they they end the match very quickly, and they both get out of there because one of them has defecated oh, on himself shit. so bad it was starting to leave oh, marks in the ring.
1: Damn, he got the shit kicked out of him. Hey. <laughs>
2: Well that's the thing is that nothing really happened. He just decided to poop himself.
1: Oh. Oh, so he Oh shit. Yeah, I guess he was just yeah. more of like um So that man, I guess he he had a little dude, he he must have got hit in that a few too many times because when that crowd started roaring, I guess he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> you know
2: That's that was allegedly what happened was he got so excited that Somebody told him you said something
1: yeah. he, he said, fuck it, dude. That is so wild.
2: And that's the <laughs> indies for you right there.
1: Yeah, I don't. Well, fuck it. I mean, hell yeah. Dude, if I saw some shit like that, you like the midget wrestling or whatever little person wrestling.
2: i I known a couple of guys that were oh, in midget dude, wrestling. Yes. It.
1: I keep missing the shows. It seems like every time I see a show pop up, the tickets sell out immediately. I'm like, dude, what the hell? They're hard to get to because people want to see those, dude. They're that's real. I don't know if it's just like in vogue right now, but it's that's super popular. Whenever I can never score tickets, they're always selling out.
2: It's funny because there those a lot of those guys are just you know having fun and such, but. I I really don't understand the allure of it directly. I mean, it's, you don't get the allure of it.
1: Really? No, not really. Well, let me tell you about the allure of it (laughs) because dude, it's, it's, they're little people just putting themselves in harm's way like that. It's hilarious, dude. They've got all the same outfits on that. The regular (laughs) size people do. They're doing the moves. They're tossing themselves. It's, it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking here, Josh? It's, uh, what's the word i'm looking for it's it's like a it's like the no freak show that. of it but not really a freak show because they're just some little people but it's like it is like the circus aspect of it like the very oh, what's the word i'm looking for, for it? but it was wild dude to have those little people getting thrown around and stuff yeah. come on
2: <laughs> i can understand it i mean one of my you know Top favorite funny matches all, all time was WeLC from WWE, which featured two oh, midget wrestlers.
1: Yes, that shit is so lit. I love the good comedy match. So it's Stone Cold. <laughs> he would have been a comedy guy considered.
2: Um, he did a yeah, lot of comedy. Yes, spraying um, down
1: people I, with who, the beer truck and shit. That shit was ridiculous. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, it was so far.
2: Kurt Angle did a, a version of it later If they had a midget
1: wrestler, Stone Cold, like if he came in and was like basically just ripping off Stone Cold, but as a midget, that would that would send me into. I'd pay. I'd pay good money to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. And they pulled up in a little beer truck. Oh my god! I was gonna say he, so just, he but just, but he out was, he had that voice still. He was like. <laughs> Who do you think you are getting in here the ring with me? (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) I would lose it! Oh man, I would pay I'd pay a hundred bucks a ticket for that easily.
2: (laughs) Remind me when I bring the next promotion down here. Yeah, that would be
1: easily. Dude, I'd be telling people at work about that, and I don't know, they probably wouldn't want to see it because I don't think. I don't know. Surprisingly, the Latino community isn't really into fake wrestling. or I mean, just sorry, not f- the uh, professional wrestling part. Of- <laughs> I didn't mean to. Oh, that, but, uh the performative. I love how quickly you correct the performative that. wrestling. The thing, the performative wrestling, compared to because it, the, it's it's actually kind of weird because it's the performative wrestling is called pro wrestling, and then the like the Olympic wrestling is called amateur wrestling. So it's like hard to remember sometimes who's uh-huh. doing what. So, but yeah, I, I'm surprised the Latino community isn't more into the performative part of it. You know, they like boxing though.
2: Oh, they're huge yeah. into boxing. Um,
0: Canelo Alvarez fans.
2: I if you go into Southwest Texas, you'll see a lot more of it. Like, well, not just Southwest, but just the southern area of, of Texas is a lot more professional wrestling base. some of the biggest towns are like in Houston and whatnot they draw the biggest um same with like uh uh Arizona and uh New Mexico and that area where a lot of luchadors are, are going back and forth between the the U.S. Uh. and Mexico so you see that a little bit more but I, I can understand like um like the more like Central America and stuff, you don't see that all that much. You see more boxing being their sport Mm. of choice.
1: Yeah. Boxing kind of is. I mean, it's not as fun. It's not as exciting as pro wrestling. I'll give you that.
2: (laughs) And yet it's just that.
1: Arguably, there has been historically, (laughs) definitely. But probably still. I don't really watch too much boxing. I, I like MMA the most out of all of it, but. I'm more of an MMA guy, but you know, wrestling's a huge part of MMA, dude. They gotta, you gotta have good wrestling to be one yeah. of the best. Mm-hmm. So,
2: Brazilian jiu-jitsu and yeah, you got wrestling, wrestling
1: and BJJ, that's a good, that's a good combo. And then just get some type of striking, whatever one, just pick one at that point, and then you're good. You're good at that point, yeah. karate. The people have had. There's been karate ones. guys. <laughs> uh, Wonderboy Thompson fights karate style, and he was uh, fought for a title before, didn't win, but fought for a title. So, there's been all types of wild ones. They've had people. What's that South American one? It's like people. It's all these jumping what kicks I- and stuff. Is that no, like that's, Muay Thai that's or something from Thailand? That's an actual good. That one's pretty good, Muay Thai. This one's like
2: they throw a lot yeah, of knees and elbows.
1: It's a which is great for mixed martial arts because that's when you're like, if somebody's like defending against takedowns, a good way to get some striking and some effective striking in close is definitely knees and elbows. Capuera, capoeira, dude. Like capoeira is ridiculous, but there's been some capoeira guys. You know they just have pretty good BJJ hmm. as well. You can get back up. Tony Ferguson kind of was like a capoeira guy a little bit. Stop. Is when hit, like problem guys with we- weapon. If you have a weapon, like if you have a gun, and it's like oh, you're transitioning it. from hmm. weapon fighting to hand to hand combat, kind of type of ideal. Okay,
2: okay. I don't think they have
0: that in UFC. No, no weaponry in UFC. Dude, I, I'd love to have, like, just a freaking Coliseum. Just bring back gladi- gladiatorial combat. Modern weaponry. Minus the guns.
1: <laughs> They'd be shooting each other, yeah. dude. <laughs> you, know, you,
0: just get, you just get, like, a bunch of lumberjacks out there with hatchets or something. <laughs>
1: okay, so it's only, it's like the uh, Warriors, then. You absolutely. want, like, the Warriors where it's all, like, melee weapons.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, I
1: feel like, you know.
0: We were looking. At, I don't know. A couple of weeks ago on the show, we were looking at the like MMA. Like, yeah, knights, dude, I was saying some of that, of that shit. That, that guy
1: getting the, knocked. Like, out. Yeah. Now, this seems like the most effective yeah. attack in that though is yeah. they bash with the shield, bash the shield? him with the shield in, in the head, the and then start punching them with your metal glove in the head. That seems <laughs> way more. He defeats everybody that has swords and spears doing that. He just pushes yeah. it out of the way, nails the shield yeah. is a way better weapon than anything else. <laughs> Watching that guy, I was like, damn.
0: It's just yeah. bashing with the side of the shield, like the. Oh edge, my god! When right he did, have that, that guy kind of over went over, for like a takedown, oh, like, and he started bashing
1: form. him in the side of the head with the shield, I was like, oh, "How is this <laughs> a thing people do?" That was insane.
0: Why is yeah. this not on my TV? Like, because when they take the helmets TV? off,
1: those guys have like <laughs> pimples and this. shit. Nobody wants to look at them like they do Tom Brady. They don't sell like like Tom Brady, you know.
0: Um, Brady kisses his that dad. Was not dad. That wasn't even his dad, that was Robert
1: Kraft, dude. And his own son, too. Oh, they Robert Kraft. To the right. He was like making yeah, with Robert right. Kraft and his own son too in those videos. <laughs> those are so weird. It's not just how yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, that he kisses him, him, it's how he does side. it, dude. He like open mouth kisses these guys. Uh, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's like, bro, that's for your wife only.
2: Uh, hey, you like understand understand it? one part.
1: It's weird to do it to your son though. I don't know, though. When I talked to,
0: I think it's weirder to do it to your boss. though, I talked to this
1: one lady the other day, and uh, she was thought it was weird that like I was never hugged as a child. She's like, "What? You were never hugged by your dad? By my dad, anyway." I should say. I was like, "Yeah, no, just that's like what mo- moms do—the hugging. You don't want to hug your son, <laughs> you know." And they thought that was very bizarre. So, <laughs> kissing your son is a whole different level for me.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, like I said, I give him the benefit of the doubt when it's like his son, and it's like a small it wasn't that child. Small man, the kid it's probably lit. looked
1: about thirteen. I don't. I don't
0: know. Uh, it's yeah. You're, I'm leaning more towards your yeah, side. It was not a, a small child. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, I, I was under no, the no. He was like, like at least ten or something, ten
1: to thirteen somewhere in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, this, the point where I drew the line was. Yeah, and last Kraft. night, They were like open mouth
1: <laughs> kissing. Dude, that picture is ridiculous, too. It looks fake. It looks fake. Uh, yeah. When you look at it, you're like, that doesn't look like a real thing. It's so ridiculous. There's so much shit that when you say it, it's like, that just sounds like a lie. Tom Brady was open mouth kissing Robert Kraft after the Super Bowl win. That sounds like a lie. It sounds like I'm lying to you. But that actually happened, and there's photograph and video documentation of this. So. I remember watching that on TV too. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And then, like, then the picture started going around. I was like, "All right, I wasn't the only one that thought that was kind of bizarre." So wow, He's like, you know what though? Go uh, Buccaneers! I guess that home. Team.
0: I I wish to to make up for that. Uh, Peyton Manning did that with oh, John, I, Elway. Cause John Elway because isn't John Elway owned Denver?
1: Yeah, that I think oh, so. Jesus. Was he? I don't know if. <laughs> All about too much of the front office stuff, but I think you're right. I think John Elway yeah. works there, some type of <laughs> Robert Kraft is the owner of all of the yeah. the like, Patriots, the mac and cheese guy.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, it, yeah. You still have to, you know, cover the fact that he's getting paid how many millions of dollars for that?
1: Yeah, hey, it's
0: not gay, if you, it's not gay if you win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I guess so, <laughs> dude. <It> probably
1: yeah <laughs> more money than I'll ever have, dude, in one day. Damn.
0: Wasn't well, he getting going get, to get paid like three hundred million dollars to work for ESPN yeah, or Fox, the NFL I Network think or something gonna be on Fox, yeah? after Fox. Air tires this year? Fox
1: and it was. Dude, I mean that's, that's networks, what Tom Brady yeah. costs. Yeah. You know, three hundred mil. I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. how much money is in his pocket.
1: That's how much he costs. You know, yeah. to get Tom Brady. I mean,
0: if you're if you're the best yeah, of all the time, bold, you should be getting paid to talk you're the
1: about. Bold, it. Dude, the best of all time. <laughs> that's what it costs. Did I imagine? <laughs> Imagine being that good at throwing a goddamn ball, and that those are the opportunities that open for you. It's insane, you guys. I mean, it's <laughs> not my type. His wife, but I guess people would say she's very hot. He's got a hot wife. Not my type at all. But
0: no. isn't she Brazilian?
1: She's like right. she's like skinny, like, like real like skinny, dude. Yeah, she's Brazilian. She's like a mo- built like yeah. a model, you know. She's too skinny. Yeah, well, she's a go. model. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It makes sense. Of why go. she's that's built that way? I need, I need some thick. There's
1: a model, yeah.
0: dude. Tom Brady's built. I like I need a my ladies built like that player.
1: picture Crazy. of Donald Trump you sent me last week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I need. Mean. Yeah, There's just him in that the chair, chair. That's what I need. Mean. His,
0: his ass hanging over <laughs> the side of the chair. I need mean an ass to hang over
1: the side of the chair, my guy. I can't be. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> I have- Tom Brady is the I- female rapper of presidents. It's-
1: <laughs> what?
0: Uh, or not, Tom Brady? Uh, Trump. Trump, Trump, Donald Trump is like the the female rapper of presidents. Yeah, where, literally. That, that's the, dude, what I, I, going I love go It's Santino not their rappers these skills.
1: days, though, Shout out to the city girls or Meg the Stallion, but that's probably nobody here listens to any of that. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> unfortunately, I have to call it. A yeah, well, now. I mean,
1: what is it? Been an hour and a oh, half, anyway. Want
0: yeah before we go why don't you tell people where they can go to check out your stuff obviously the links will be in the description but
2: yes yeah, so once again i am part of the wrestling show with sleazy and the fat man you can find our show uh wherever you can find your podcast spotify apple whatever um, you can also go to our show website at the wrestling show.com uh you can follow us on social media uh at sleazy fat man on twitter instagram tiktok you can find um also, we do live streaming on twitch.tv slash Lee's and Batman every Tuesday night for our live uh, tapings. Um, but yeah, follow us, check us out. Um, we get crazy and we talk yeah, about Yeah, Definitely professional go wrestling. watch
1: his show because this guy knows everything about wrestling, from what I can tell. I and mean, he's got that soft voice, dude. Who doesn't want to, <laughs> if you like wrestling, who doesn't want to listen to a soft voice guy talk about everything to do with wrestling? He knows all the stuff even has some good crossover knowledge, so definitely go check his show out. There you go, Josh. I pimped it for you.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, you got the rare clause. It's not rare. Yeah, dude, uh, I got to
1: be, you know, to get a know, good clause, a seal of approval. It's harder to win than an Oscar yeah. around here, dude. <laughs> it's only been like three ever. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank time, you, buddy. For, for stopping back as well.
2: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. They, everyone go check out Uh Links to all of our stuff are on there. And uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. It's been episode 142 the Dead Just Productions podcast. We'll see you all next time. See ya.